Welcome back to another episode of the Rhetoric Rick Show. And um, I know I haven't been consistent. I'm so sorry about that. I I know I said before that I was going to do this every Sunday and Wednesday um, evening. And um, I made an excuse last time. These last two times, I think last Sunday and Wednesday, I didn't record anything. And I do apologize. I was traveling and uh, but I, I had time to record episodes, but uh, especially on Sunday. But I worked a double on Sunday, uh, or a full shift on Sunday because somebody called out um, uh, at my weekend job. And um, I, I guess I could have, not that I guess I could have uh, uh, recorded an episode, but and it would have been a good one too about employees calling out at the last minute. <laughs> that would have been a good gripe, right? Uh, but at the same time, I traveled to L- back home to LA for two days and I knew I knew there was no way I was going to be able to record an episode because I was spending time with family but I could be like other podcasters and already have like a little army of or little I guess you can say bank of episodes saved so if I can't record anything I can just pre-record something and just put it out you know schedule it to go out the day of and I'm thinking about doing that I just like to record these raw and um, the day of and I don't think it's a good idea because something happened and I want to talk about on this episode especially on uh, this past Friday uh, that I I, I didn't want I I don't want to I'm not going to give you guys the details of it because it happened with my primary job and but it's it's something I know I've been wanting to cover with employment gripes and I, I i feel i should co- at least cover the a broad topic uh, of it not maybe not give you the details of what happened with my primary job but it's it's just something i can't ignore and something we all can't ignore unfortunately but my first gripe is going to be that i'm recording this actually on a saturday so, and i'll put this out sunday but it's just too damn hot my it's the the heat out here on the west coast is just it's just unbearable. I moved up here to Portland to be cooler, and it's actually hotter than when I left LA. LA is like in the mid eighties, uh, mid to upper eighties, but a little muggy. And out here in Portland was in the triple digits today. I heard that Seattle was going to break some records in the triple digits as well to, uh, today. I don't know if they did. I didn't really check before recording this, but I, I had heard that that, that was going to happen. And it's, I, I feel like such an ass only because I used to talk about, hey, global warming not being real. And I thought, you know, seasonal, you know, severe seasonal weather was kind of a cyclical where it just comes and goes. You know, where, you, know you have one year of really bad weather and then next couple of years of not so bad weather. And I, I still think it's cyclical, but at the same time, it's, I mean, it, it's got to be global warming, and <laughs> you you heard it. You heard me say it here first. Those who've known me for a long time <laughs> know that I always stood away from the uh, GW word, global warming. But I, I'm starting to believe it is. The evidence is there, especially when you hear about the the uh, ice, uh, the icebergs melting, and you know different aspects of the climate just going you know, severe weather, happy more, more, um, um, more and more now. It's just, it's 
it can't be cyclical anymore. And I realize that I probably sounded like a lot of these people who are anti-vaxxers or non-mask wearing uh, sheep <laughs> um, sound like, I, and I realized, dude, it, I, I must have sounded annoying when I was talking crap about global warming. And I apologize to everybody. Now that I've experienced this with the, the whole mask and vaccine thing situation, it's it makes me shudder, and I realize I now I know what I sounded like when we talk about global warming. I was very close to 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 it, to, or to even to even well, at least at one time I was obviously to even consider it. I was just so close. My no, 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 you're full of poo poo, and uh, again, it's just been so hot, and it's. And then my the apartment building I'm in, even though it's a newer building, I, I guess they're not putting any central AC or anything like that. We have heating, but that's about it. Uh, that's all they'll provide us. But like we have no weapon against um, the heat. Um, we have those type of windows that are like kind of like uh, the whole window kind of just like well, not slides, but it just opens up like almost like a door. Um, it, it swings open. So um, you can't even put a a uh, window unit in because the windows are rather tall as well. So it's it's not it's it, it's either way it's not going to work. And I know uh, no. And then with these type of windows, there's no way I know our our building property management is going to allow us to uh, put any type of AC at, at up here. I know it's going to be a liability issue, but it's just amazing how hot it's been and again the whole west coast i heard even the rumor even parts of canada uh we're gonna experience uh uh high heat so i'm just like whoa amazing it's we we got to do something we got to do something because not only that i mean on the other side of the spectrum which i thought was bs but i'm starting to, i i'm really starting to think hey maybe i'm full of bs is that Winters have gotten severely worse. I mean, I remember there was a time a couple years ago, I'm talking about, I don't know, it was like 2010, 2011, somewhere around there, or even 2009, where um, I was working for the Bank of New York Mellon in our, um, well, it was still, I think, Bank of New York, and our corporate office had to shut down because they had severe uh, um, snowstorms. And that's when I started thinking about things and like reconsidering like whoa maybe something is going on here that they they were facing I, I don't know how many feet of snow but it was severe and they hadn't had severe weather like that in ages and right now too on the other side of the spectrum these heat levels i mean seattle breaking i think they were supposed to break their heat record today i don't know if they did or not but it's very concerning and um uh, I'm hoping we can correct this, but I, I doubt it's going to happen over. There's no way it's going to happen overnight. And um, that's why I moved up here too to be cooler. And uh, because I can be a little troublesome in the warm weather, I hate it. And um, but at the same time, I don't want to go somewhere where it gets too too cold. Um, I know Portland just uh, got through a a pretty bad winter this past winter, but I wasn't here for it. Thank goodness. Hopefully, they, it won't repeat itself this year. Um, well, at least this this uh, winter uh, later on, 
but we'll, only time will tell. But it's we can sit here and complain about the weather, you know, this muggy weather all night. Especially looking at right now at the clock, it is about nine thirty-three, and we're still at about eighty-nine degrees. It's it's just been it's just been mind-boggling. And I, w- I even came home early today. They let me go early uh, because I was trying to work a full shift. They let me go early because it was so slow. Nobody was coming in. It was just severely hot. So hopefully we can correct that, which we won't. But either way, it's meaning we can stop global warming, but <laughs> we can't even get uh, universal health care right. What makes you think we're going to go uh, actually do th- pass some laws or whatever that we need to do to jumpstart, um, you know, the environment again, which we won't. There's no money in it. Anyway, moving on. Uh, what we were talking about earlier uh, at the opening of the show, the gripe I'm going to leave in general, but I uh, again, I can't give you specifics of what happened because it's with my primary and, um, you know, I'm still there, obviously. <laughs> and... Um, the gripe is about workplace politics. Everyone's experienced this at one time. It, it, it's the reason why we quit. It's the reason why we move on, look for something else. It just amazes me that we still, meaning, yeah, which all of us, we we tend to favor people that we get along with, not by their track record, not by their skills. It's just whoever we actually get along with, whoever fits in the in crowd. Um, it, the the more I try to sh- uh, shy away from it, almost like the whole global warming thing before, the more I realize that it's 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 apparent. It's it's everywhere, and it's it's just sad that we have to go through it. Um, especially if you're the victim of it, where which uh, you know you're you're treated as tainted goods, quote unquote. Um, meaning that hey, you have the skills, you have a great track record, but there no one's going to promote you because you're not part of the in crowd, and it's it amazes me because everyone says, oh hey, we're, we're adults, we want to be treated like adults, but it's 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 BS because a we can't handle criticism as an adult. Meaning if somebody talks to you about something, well maybe not you in particular, but you but you know. On average, if somebody talks to you about something, gives you constructive criticism, we tend uh, well. You know, some people tend to be defensive. I've experienced that when I try to talk to other people, and then it makes and because of that, the other person who becomes defensive, you know, maybe doesn't. Maybe they do do an outburst, or or you know, or they just start. They don't want to talk to you after that, or talk, talk crap behind your back. You get apprehensive about doing it again with somebody else and it's sad because again we want to be we say we want to be treated as an adult being an adult is being able to handle something like constructive criticism or even or even handling you know somebody talking trash to you professionally meaning like okay yeah yeah sure okay and shrugging it off but we don't we we want to cry to our either their manager instead of handling it like an adult we want to either cry to the to their manager or HR instead of handling like adult. Hey, by the way, the way you're talking to me, I don't appreciate. Oh, and giving the other person um, a chance to either apologize or set the, 
set or set the record straight what their their meaning and maybe we took it out of context or both and um i mean this has nothing to do with my situation it's just little things i've seen another another thing will be um the fact that you know hey maybe on we root for specific people in our company again people having their little clicks or uh in, in in at the workplace at the big and as you may, may well know that the bigger the company the more clicks you're going to have it's just like high school all over again the which which we can't get out of and i don't care what you think you are as a manager a leader or hr professional which are all bs and mind mind you i can say that because i do have my hr degree and um, i realized by my senior year that we're we're pretty much useless. We HR, most HR reps and professionals are pretty much useless. It's like having a, um, shoot. Well, how can I, I don't know what analogy to use, but they're pointless. They really don't make any difference whatsoever. So what's about, and, and I should, I should, uh, I'll let you guys know that, not saying that my degree was worthless, but that I think one of my uh, ideas when I left Penn State with my degree, I, I, I thought, hey, instead of human resources, they should change the title to corporate resources because they represent corporate, which they always will, which makes sense. That's the one paying them, whatever. But at the same time, all these little KPIs, uh, media reviews, all the pointless and bullshit. Pardon my pig Latin. Pig being correct, Latin. Well, you know. Anyway, it's not the first time I I've let I've had a loose tongue on my podcast. It just I just got to be careful because obviously uh, I don't want to offend too many people, or you know, I don't want you to take too much offense to my potty mouth. But moving on, it's it's just they need to break that culture. Once I heard one of our top leaders was okay with nepotism, it made my eyes roll because it, it was almost saying like, yeah, yeah, it's it's all, it's fine for you guys to have these clicks. It's fine for you guys to hire people that you like and know well, but they're even though they may not be right for the, for the position, they'll be right because they fit in. I hate that. I think there should be a law against nepotism, but hey, let's be honest here. Most people got their job their job through somebody they know because they were friends. And I believe I I don't know, I think I've gotten a job or two because of that, but I mean nothing really um not really jobs I really wanted or made a difference, but I mean they helped me out. But it was um it was incredible. But anyway, I just wanted to share with that with uh my findings with you find folks about, you know, clicks in the workplace, um, favoritism, and nepotism. It's it's wrong. It's ethically wrong, but we do it every day. Uh, I mean, not us, but, you know, executive people or, you know, hiring managers do it every day. And um, they'll promote people that, um, <laughs> I mean, us bottom feeders will know that hey they don't treat us uh they'll, they'll 
they'll treat upper management well, but they won't treat their peers well. In other words, they, they'll kiss ass to upper management and anyone that could make their career go higher. But when they, when they um, interact with our, with their peers, somebody on their level or even lesser than, uh, or lower level than them, they're not exactly the most professional people. And it just irks me. Oh, and then you'll have even vendors and uh, maybe even a customer or two that won't really get along with them, but it, but it doesn't matter because upper management likes them and they have their blessing and basically a, I guess, a, maybe not a golden parachute, but something like that. They have, they have immunity and it just gets on my last effing nerve. I know a lot of you guys can relate to that. BS, if you say, oh, I've never experienced that, it's just you never paid attention. The more you look, the more you find. So hopefully, hopefully if, you were, if you were naive to it and, you, and now you start pointing little things out, hey, who, who, who's, uh, who moves up quickly in your company or in, in your industry that, and you know is a complete moron or doesn't deserve it at all because they don't know what they're doing, but somehow they caught management's eye because they, they hang out with them, you know, go to, go to their outings, events, whatever, just because they, they can socialize better with them instead of actually proving um, uh, anything of value, bringing anything to the table. And if you have experienced that, my heart goes out with it to you. So with that said, guys, thank you for uh, joining me. I'm, uh, things are calming down for me, especially coming in July and all that. I don't have anything planned, like no trips or anything like that. So um, I'll be recording this again on Sunday and Wednesday. So I'm trying to be more consistent. I just got done reading that book, um, uh, Rock Bottom to Rock Star by Ryan Blair, I, I believe his name is. He talks about the key is to be consistent. That was one of his uh, points in his book, how he started from basically nothing and moved up and made millions. And uh, it's actually a really good book. I'm reading it for a second time. It actually um, it's it made me think about some things, especially with his podcast and uh, and uh, how I'm not being consistent. And him writing this book about you know how he's made millions, lost millions, and um, has some family tragedies and and some some big challenges when he started some of his businesses and um, how he had more tragedies when well I'm sorry he had mo- the the major- bulk of his tragedies came when he was trying to write the book he could have stopped writing and he just said no it's he knew he had to he had to keep doing what he's doing and um, uh, which is was uh, writing the book and I'm. I realize, shoot, I'm not being consistent with my podcasting, especially since most, well, other than this episode, most of these episodes are, are you know, pretty short. And um, it's just the reason I started these podcasts because I, we all gripe and we all like to gripe together, at least on a peer-wise and, uh, and across the industry. Maybe, you know, hey, one might be in retail, one might be in the service. Uh, uh, industry, another might be in real estate, another might be in whatever, you name it. But we all have the same gripes. And this is why I started this, saying that, hey, most people would just tell you, oh, you know, just get over it. And But 
with that said, guys, um, I'm going to end the episode here. So I'm going to be, like I said, try to be more consistent. And I'll see you guys at the next episode.